World Cup. <laughs> Hello, good afternoon, good evening, uh, good morning, wherever you're listening. Did you hear the new intro? The, yeah, the new intro. Yeah. Oh, oh. Um, welcome to our World Cup preview. We do sound chirpy, Kieran, because um, we are. We're delighted for the World Cup to be started, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Well, I'm I'm delighted anyway. Mm. I know it, it's a very controversial World Cup, mm. but I I'm very excited for the football. Yeah, I'm very because I, I major tournaments. No matter what people say, you're going to be watching them. Yeah, we have nothing else to do. Was it Jerry who said we're losers anyway? We have yeah. nothing else. To <laughs> Shout out to Jerry yeah. for being a fellow loser. <laughs> so excited. Um, he, he'll love that. He'll love her. Um, but yes, the World Cup is kicking off. This Sunday, um, we have released this episode um, Friday afternoon, so we do um, urge you, everyone, to listen if you can as soon as possible. Because we're gonna just breeze through the World Cup real quick. Um, look, at it's it's a situation that, as football fans, we've been put into it because we don't control FIFA. Unfortunately, um, this is the tip of FIFA's corruption over the past few years. You know, you look at Brazil in twenty fourteen, you know, Russia in twenty eighteen, and then obviously now. Qatar a winter world cup who would have thought um, so stupid it is it's ridiculous but <laughs> I mean it's 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 the it's the tip of FIFA's corruption for anyone who hasn't watched the Netflix documentary I do urge, urge you to it's very interesting just going back sorry to the world cup in Brazil 2014 I mean when that came around it was grand it was in the summer in Brazil and it was one of them where look at Brazil's a country esteemed in football no minds but it was still corrupt. The Olympics in Brazil was corrupt. There's a stadium in Manaus in the middle of the fucking rainforest that FIFA promised they would build around it and they didn't. It's left to rot now. Um, shout out to Henrique, our good friend, who now works in Tree as well, a lovely barman, um, who is from Brazil, from Belo Horizonte, wow. um, talking to him about the corruption in Brazil. and like FIFA's corrupt is what I'm saying. And there's nothing us as fans can do about it. You know, I'm sitting here saying right now, I don't agree with, with any of this that's going on in Qatar. I don't agree with Winter World Cup for players' welfare. I don't agree with the human rights issues over there. I don't agree with any of it, but it's it's been the hand we've been dealt. We'd be remiss not to cover it because it's going to be everywhere over the next few weeks, whether we like it or not. And it'll be fun. Let's it, be will, it, it will, it will. The, the tournament is always good crack. Um, but yeah, that's kind of... I want to get that little rant out of the way before I get into it. And Adam... I'm I'm intrigued to know. Are you the sticker the sticker book collector in this World Cup? Like, what are some of the World Cup um what would you call tropes traditions? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would very much be um a st- like I'm really out myself as a loser here, Carl. Um, a sticker book collector. Yeah, I suppose I would. Um, I, I'm, you know me. I'm a jersey collector as well. We have got our jersey of the month, which we'll discuss now in a minute. We are backing a certain European side in this World Cup. Um. But yeah, like I love a new jersey. I love a new. I love. I love the sticker albums. I love. Do you know what? Right. I love sticking on RT and listen to that lads is. spoof about it football. Used to be the best. You never know what you got till it's gone. Do you remember years <laughs> yeah. ago? America played. I think it was Ghana or something. The World Cup and Landon Donovan had got caught cheating on his wife or something that week, and she like broken up with him. And in his interview, I think Donovan said, um, good night, Bianca. Or that could have been his wife. Or I don't know. Some, oh, I I do some scandal that, yeah. going on. And then after, it comes back to the studio and Darren Maloney's there with Diddy Haman, um, <laughs> Diddy Haman, Liam Brady, and of course, the go, Eamon Dunphy. <laughs> and Eamon Dunphy, as the show goes, goes, good night, Bianca. See you later, <laughs> Bianca. Like, shit like that is his own rival. And it could start pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like... Stop. It's like Eamon Dovey's a parody of himself at times, you know what I mean? He's a fucking character. Um, um, but what I was going to say, are you trying to get a new TV for a World Cup? Are you, do you like... No, 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 no. I, I remember back in the day, my dad was like, alright, let's go, let's buy a new TV. The World Cup's on. Yeah. That was our little thing. Yeah, yeah. Every four years you get a new TV. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, actually. I think if I'm buying anything of this World Cup, I'm gonna, I might treat myself to the Argentina away jersey. Yeah. It's like a purple jersey, it's nice. Yeah, I, I wouldn't really have any more World Cup traditions here and he kind of like, knocked me off my perch there. I wasn't expecting that question. Yeah, it's just I, I kind of want to get people in the mood because if people listen and I, I'm one of them yeah, that yeah. gets excited for this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I've been looking all week for this uh, World Cup guide, mm. you know, some World Cup background and we're going to give it to you now. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to bring you through all the groups and then we're going to do a World Cup predictor at the end. Mm. And we're going to cover 
four groups each, Kieran, of course. I'm going to be looking after Group A, which consists of Holland or Netherlands, um, Senegal, Ecuador and Qatar. Group D, which consists of Denmark, France, Tunisia and Australia. Group E, which consists of Spain, Germany, Japan and Costa Rica. And Group H, Kieran, which consists of Uruguay, Portugal, South Korea and Ghana. Kieran, what groups are you looking after? I've got Group B. I'm covering Group C, Group F and Group G. Obviously, Group B consisting of England, Iran, USA, Wales. A bit controversial. Group C, (laughs) I've gone with Argentina, Saudi, Mexico and Poland. Group F, I've gone Belgium, Japan, Morocco, Croatia. Group G, I've gone Brazil, Swiss, Serbia and Cameroon. We'll we'll jump into it. Group A, I suppose, Mm. to start with. Group A, Kieran, and it is one of those groups that you were talking about. Countries from different continents altogether. Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador and Qatar. I think coming into this, Kieran, the Netherlands are half favourites for this this group. And anyways, you know, you look at the players they have in World Cup qualifying. Seven wins, two draws, one loss. Virgil van Dijk's first World Cup, Kieran, which is a bit mad um, to think. Um, Obviously, the Dutch side have had good centre halves and years gone by, but I think Van Dijk really came into his own in like 2018, 2017. So obviously there wouldn't have been that chance of playing a World Cup since. To me, it's a bit light up front. I, I don't know if, if they have an out and out striker. Obviously, Louis Van Hal, the manager of Netherlands. He what, what a guy. What a guy. Yeah. Van Hal now. A lot of times I, I use the word uh, horny. Mm. Yeah. One of one of In our own. Context. One of our own, um, Kieran. But yes, the, the expected Netherlands. <laughs> the expected Netherlands eleven is um, Pazver of Ajax in goal, Kieran. Right. Um, and then you have a back three of Urien Timber again of Ajax, Virgil Van Dijk and Nate Nake of Manchester City, Denzel Dumfries, um, Frankie De Jong. Coop Miners of Atalanta and then Blind playing the left wing back role a bit of, bit of a mad one and then they're expected to start with Bergvine, Gakpo and Memphis at the pie up front we look at Senegal real quick uh, managed by Alou Cisse ex-Portsmouth um, player of course to the reigning AFCON champs um, if you didn't hear our coverage of AFCON we do advise you to go back and listen we had a great time covering AFCON last season stay with me <laughs> shout out to the lads <laughs> of Comoros um, looking at the Senegal side they have a great spine Kieran with obviously Edouard Mendy in goal Koulibaly centre half Idrissa Gay in midfield and then Sadio Mane and Ismaili Sar up front they're going to be a good side to watch and I think they were a good side last World Cup as well and I do think they'll provide entertaining games whoever they're playing um, we move on now to Ecuador. Um, again, I, know, I wouldn't know a whole lot about Ecuador, to be honest with you, Kieran. Um, they are managed by Gustavo Alfaro, an Argentinian, otherwise known as Gustavo Fring, of uh, <laughs> Los Bolos Hermanos. Chicken man. Um, now, Gustavo Alfaro of Argentina. Um, you look at some of the star players Ecuador have. Ex-West Ham player, current Venerbahce striker, Ener Valencia. Gonzalo Plata of Real Valladolid. And then Moses Caicedo of Brighton, Kieran. Oh, he's a good player. He's a very good player. And Don't they have your man Estepan as well? Estepinian, Estepinian. yeah. Estepinian. Um, so they have got a few good players. Ecuador, again, they're going to be a side that will cause the, like any of them in that group problems. Um, and then we look at Qatar, a complete unknown. Felix Sanchez, the manager, he's managed the Qatari national side from under-19 level to under-23. But yeah, the Qatar, complete unknown. Um, and I do expect them to finish bottom of the group Kieran um, one would hope <laughs> will we move on now to group B uh, yeah group B Adam um, what a group England Iran USA and Wales Matthew McConaughey um, <laughs> Eng- England topped their group by 6 points um, in the European World Cup qualifiers um, obviously they had Poland in their group so did well to qualify I think to 26 points in the group mm. uh, I see Kane as the danger man here Obviously, we know England have these great players um, as well, like Mount and um, Foden. Foden, Foden, Bellingham. Bellingham's coming up for Dortmund. Um, they have two. Ivan Tony. Yeah. Uh, he's not calling them. They don't have tomorrow either mm. at the back. Um, I think they'll struggle to get goals. That's the main thing. Kane had 12 goals in qualifying in seven games. So I, 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 I struggle with England. I don't know where the goals are going to come from. Gareth Southgate, the manager as well, Brexit ball. 
I don't know if it's going to work in this World Cup. No. Um, Wouldn't manage to piss up at a brewery. Like the last World Cup, he had a bit of a lucky draw. I think this is a lot tougher group. Um, and then obviously you have Iran, who topped the group ahead of South Korea. So no mugs, I would say. No mugs. Um, South Korea would be fairly decent, I would say. They beat Germany in the last World Cup. Mm. Remember that? Yeah. Um, you have their star man, Sardar Armoun, is the danger man. He has 10 goals, 4 assists. Bit of a flop for Leverkusen. Uh, they ended up buying him off Senna, so he's he's not really getting goals for Leverkusen this season. But he has 10 goals for assists in their campaign. That's pretty good. Mm. And then the manager, interestingly enough, Carlos Quires, mm. he has a rich footballing background. Like He managed Egypt, Portugal, Real Madrid. With Man United, wasn't he as well? He was an assistant at Man United. Um, I did recognise the name. And then you have the USA. Always great to have the USA in the World Cup. I like when the US are in the World Cup. I remember being over in the US for the 2012 World Cup mm. or the 20, 2010 2014 one sorry okay. but I don't think they're as good as they were back then um, I expect them to be like not really competing in this group um, they were second in or third in CONCACAF behind Mexico and Canada mm. so not great from their point of view and then you have like Pulisic is probably their star player in dog form for Chelsea at the moment he's not doing well at all so I, I'd be sceptical on US I don't think they're that strong they have Gio Reyna as well who plays for Dortmund mm. but other than that not, not much to write home about Aronson doesn't he play for Leeds Tyler Adams, Adams. <laughs> <laughs> they should get Marsh into the other World Cup but um, yeah I don't really see them having much of a hope in this group and then you have Wales of course second in the group behind Belgium Bale is the danger guy he's the five goals four assists fella mm. Um, in the World Cup qualifying not played that many games either seven games he was injured for a lot of it but he's fully fit so they say mm. in this World Cup I think everything's going to run through him got the equaliser didn't he in the MLS Cup final playoff <laughs> Bale's going to be yeah, great I think he's going to be really good he's still in you would say the end of his prime 32 mm. I think he's going to do well Yeah. Um, but yeah Adam that's that group wrapped up anyway Group B Group C yeah, this is another one. Argentina, Saudi, Mexico and Poland. Argentina unbeaten, but I think it's a false sort of unbeaten because they had 11 wins, 6 draws in their campaign. Um, Messi is obviously the guy, isn't he? Yeah. He is the man. Um, seven seven goals in qualifying. Phenom guy! <laughs> but you had, um, you had Letaro who also contributed a lot for Argentina in that campaign. So yeah. I do expect him to start with Messi. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Argentina, one of the favourites, definitely, for this mm. World Cup, I would say, because they're unbeaten. Mm. Um, but a lot of teams are unbeaten. That's mm. the thing. Uh, Saudi are next. They topped the group ahead of Japan, Adam. Now, uh, I won't comment. And Australia. Um, but I'm going to hold my tongue here. Uh, Salam Aldasari is their danger man. Seven goals, one assist, and plays in the Saudi Pro League. Uh, <laughs> manager Herve Renard, who is French. Yeah. Are you surprised? Um, <laughs> Mexico, second in CONCACAF behind mm. Canada, but mm. just on level on points, so they sort of snuck in at the end. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, Chucky Lozano for me, um, he's their standout. Um, but not many players contributing. Like Jimenez had three goals; he's their top scorer. Mm. Um, I I don't really see Mexico making waves in this, but they could qualify. I don't know. It is a World Cup after all; you never know. But um. Poland as well, I think, will be contesting this group of Argentina for me. Um, second in the group behind England, Lewandowski's the danger man, obviously. Nine mm. goals, nine assists in nine starts in the World yeah. Cup. He's another standout. And we talk about all these players having their last World Cup Messi, Ronaldo, Lewandowski. Last dance, huh? The last dance in Qatar, hey, who would have thought? But yeah, that's Group C wrapped up. Yeah. Interesting group. Yes, Kiran, Group D, D for Denmark. Um, the team we are supporting, Kiran, at the World Cup. I'll just go through it briefly, of course. Um, our jersey of the month, Kiran, <laughs> is Denmark. Um, qualifying jersey for Euro 2020. Um, has Christian Eriksson on the back of it. I purchased this, Kiran, of classic football shorts there. Jeez, a good while ago. It was during the Euros um, in support of Denmark, as, as I thought they were going to get to the final. Obviously, they played England. In the semis, yeah, we're, we're supporting Denmark. And anyways, we have put put our money where our mouth is, twenty euro on Denmark to win together. Together, yep. Mm. Um, at twenty to one, is it twenty? Twenty two to one. Twenty two to so one. So it's four hundred quid back. Basically. Um, 
So yeah, so we we really do fancy Denmark in this tournament. Um, one of the reasons, Kieran, we're standing with them is, of course, they are massively against the Qatar World Cup, and they are, of course, um, they haven't been quiet about it either. They've come out umpteen times and said how much they're against it. Hummel, of course, the supplier of their kit has has made their kit as plain as possible, blacked it out, blacked it out, yeah. and then obviously for the home one, it's red it out. Um, which I think actually makes them look quite fucking sick to be fair I'm gonna, I think I'm going to get one um, during this World Cup but yeah so that's why we are supporting Denmark um, Denmark are one of us we are one of them and managed of course by Casper Hoyland they have wins over France in the Nations League just recently gone and they won 9 games in qualifying Kieran, which was the most um, in a European qualifier um, for this World Cup um, looking at their potential starting 11 Kieran, Schmeichel and Goal Christensen of Leeds um, Christensen of Barcelona ex-Chelsea player Joaquin Manderson Joaquin Mela in the back four Delaney Eriksson and Hoiberg in midfield with Olsen Skov Olsen um, Braithwaite and Damsgaard up front Olsen having a great season with Club Rouge this season um, you're looking at their, their squad in general you know just for the attack obviously Casper Dahlberg's there Lindstrom's there Yusuf Poulsen of Leipzig is there they have got options um, so I do expect them to go far in the competition elsewhere in the group France managed by Didier Deschamps um, come into this campaign with a, a bit of a depleted squad Curran. they've had they've had their injury problems no Kante no Pogba um, they're expected to change it up um, and play trade back um, William Saliba who's been the best um, player in the Premier League this season it can be argued is expected to be a part of that trade back if you look at France's potential starting 11, this is their expected 11. Hugo Lloris in goal, William Saliba, Rafa Varane, who was expected to make the World Cup. Obviously, he's been out injured for United you know, for the past while. And he was crying. He was. Mm. He got picked for the World Cup. Lucas Fernandez fit, fits out that back three. Playing the wing back roles is Benjamin Pavar. And then Theo Hernandez with Camavinga and The Undertaker. Adrian Rabioi <laughs> in midfield oh. for them which is such a, a downgrade from Kante and Pogba isn't it mm-hmm. um, and then obviously Mbappe Griezmann and Benzema up front just looking at the French attack as well Mbappe 60 goals Benzema 59 and Kunku 51 three or four players directly involved in goals um, in the top floor European football League season 2021-22. The other player, Robert Lewandowski. And we know how good he is. So yeah, France will definitely be up there. They're definitely going to be a very capable side. Looking at the other teams of the group, Tunisia. Managed by Jalal Kadir. Um, not a whole lot to write home about here, to be honest. Wabi Kazri of Premiership Heroes fame. Sunderland glory. Um, in the side for them. He's expected to be a big player for them. And then Hannibal Mejri of Birmingham of course on loan from Manchester United Gary Neville do you remember he was crooning over him when he came on against Liverpool and tackled players um, Neville really enjoyed that um, such a strange fascination with the young man but we do expect him <laughs> no for that <laughs> we do expect him to be good um, himself and Kazri to be the standout players for Tunisia um, and then lastly in this group managed by Graham Arnold is bloody Australia Kieran <laughs> the soccer rooms. we got Jackson Irvine um, and then Matthew Le- I can't do an Australian accent um, Matthew Lecky and then McLaren up front for them he'll be good um, as you said finished behind what was it Japan and Saudi Arabia in the qualifying I think they, they finished behind Saudi mm. and uh, yeah some like Japan as well um, I think Jackson Irvine wore a lovely Celtic jersey retro job with a Duke on the back in the build up to this I don't expect them to be good <laughs> um, it's not looking good breath it's not looking good breath um, but yeah I expect I do expect it to be a good group um, Australian Tunisia probably the clear of the winklings there but um, we move on Kieran now to group E contested of España Germany Japan and Costa Rica Kieran Spain managed of course by Luis Enrique Bold move, very bold moves from with the with the squad that he picked. No Thiago and no Sergio Ramos, which I think is massive. Um, he's gone with kind of youth over experience, which is really big um, for him. And I don't know if you've seen this, Kieran, but he's setting up a Twitch 
for during the World Cup and he's going to give insight to the camp and give analysis about the games and everything oh, during mad. it. It's very modern and I'm a big fan of it. Um, he's a very charismatic guy. He's done like a promo video for it. Like I really do kind of want to watch him. So yeah, that's what Luis Enrique is doing for that. Will it have subtitles? I imagine so. Hmm. I imagine so. I think he was actually speaking English in it. Um, obviously, elsewhere in the group, you look at Germany, Hansi Flick, you know, the ex-Bayern manager, Goots in the squad recalled for the first time in years. To be honest with you, Kieran, I don't think the squad looks great. We're looking at the potential. Germany starting 11 of Manuel Neuer, Klosterman, Sule, Rudiger, Realm. Now it's good back four. Kimmich, Gundogan. I, I expect Musiala to start in, yeah. the, in the expected line by saying from squad. Squawka Sport, I think that's what they're called. Um, Musiala wasn't in it. And then a, a potential front line of Muller, Havertz and Sané. I don't really think that's strong enough. Um, when he can go on sorry just a completely different topic but how far away is Muller from the record what was the record he's probably it's a World Cup I don't record. think he's too far away from it and he probably still has another World Cup in him as well to be fair mm. um, I think close is I think he could be on 11 goals and I think Miroslav close is on like 15 14 or 15 right. um, but when he compared his Germany side with the Spain side you know to be honest with you I don't think the Spain side is that great either but <laughs> Unai Simon and goal, Mark Sciorente, right back, um, Eric Garcia, and Emmerich Laporte, uh, Jordi Alba is back four, Pedri, Busquets, and Rodri in midfield, maybe Gavi potentially, and then Ansu Fati, Alvaro Morata, and Ferran Torres up front. Um, I do expect them to to be the, the heavy hitters in the group now, but I just don't think their squads are that great. I don't, I don't know how far they'll go. Elsewhere in the group, Japan, Managed by Hajimi Moriyasu. Um, didn't pick Kyogo Furuhashi of Celtic, which was a bit surprising to the Celtic fans. Damn. Um, Daizan Maida, of course, Maida. <laughs> Together from uh, the Celtic team, which again, Celtic fans were very surprised because he hasn't been performing too well for them. Um, elsewhere in their squad, you're looking at Nagatomo, ex Inter Milan fullback. He was a great fullback for them. Tomiyasu, of course, Arsenal, Minamino of, of Monaco, ex Liverpool. Mitoma, who's been unbelievable for um, Brighton every time he's featured this season. And then Daichi Kamada as well, who, of course, won the Europa League with Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, someone to look out for in this Japan side for me is um, Takafushi uh, Kubo of Real Sociedad. He's been a firm fixture for them this season. And he's just, he's just a really good player. Um, looking at Costa Rica then, again... It's going to be a tough one for them because I don't think there's a whole lot of quality there. Looking at Brian Oweis, who's in his, I'd imagine, mid-30s now. Joel Campbell, ex-Arsenal. He was good for um, Costa Rica in previous World Cups. Brian Oviedo. And then a cheeky Kalo Navas in goal. Managed by the Colombian Luis Suarez. Um, one of my fondest memories, Karan, of, of recent World Cups was Costa Rica's one run. Excuse me in 2014 they could be decent they could have a good run it's hard to know with this group because I do think the European teams tend to have an edge just by proxy of them being you know having more proper full time professionals and you know having more higher quality players and etc but look at Japan and Costa Rica definitely could cause problems for either side for anyone looking to pick a player out for the Spain side I would be looking at Jeremy Pino um, should he play at the Euros he will become the youngest player I think to ever play at the Euros since Icar Casillas in 2000 he was of course Curran, the youngest ever player to win a major European trophy when Villarreal beat uh, Manchester United on penalties in the Europa League a couple of years ago shout out to Alberto Moreno but yes that is Group B I don't think it's one of the better groups but it should be interesting good good sides and, that, and uh, yeah. remains to be seen ok Adam um, we have another uh, inclusion in this accent because Canada <laughs> oh Canada are including this group group F F in the chat and um, Belgium will start with they topped the group with 6 wins no losses in order that are unbeaten going into this from the World Cup group stage they call this the golden, golden generation's last chance in Belgium mm. we have the likes of De Bruyne we have the likes of Lukaku we have the likes of Hazard Wakaka. Vertonghen um, all these players that came up uh, I'd say 10 years ago or so <laughs> and everyone was hailing them to be the next big group of players to win something 
and they haven't fulfilled their potential. They've obviously flattered to deceive in the last few World Cups. But um, yeah, Hazard called up in this one, and he's expected to captain the side, which is interesting. Um, and obviously he hasn't played a game this season. Um, De Bruyne is probably the danger man. Two goals, two assists um, in the World Cup qualifying campaign. But yeah, you would expect Belgium to do well. They always sort of do well, but not well enough to win the tournament. I I, I think they'll do well in, in this group. Um, and then you have Canada, who have qualified for the first World Cup in 36 years, I believe, which is an incredible achievement. And it's all down to this golden crop of players they have obviously John David including that mm. golden crop uh, he had nine goals in qualifying Alfonso Davis who plays a sort of a orthodox winger on orthodox winger for them like an orthodox forward I think as well yeah, yeah he plays up front um, he has four goals eight assists mm. in the qualifying ca- campaign unbelievable and Kyle Laren mm. is their top scorer in this campaign 13 goals in 16 matches um, and he plays for Club Bruges mm. who are obviously doing very well in the Champions League and so yeah, it's an interesting Canada team. Lots of young players. Buchanan as well. Buchanan. Uh, right for Canada is a very good player. Another plays for Clubbers as well. Yeah. Mm. So they've obviously done their work in the scouting department and have managed mm. to qualify. Yeah. Um, which is an incredible achievement, and I think they will cause some upsets in this World Cup. I yeah, do. potentially. That I do expect them to do damage in this group. Morocco is an interesting team because Ziyech has been called up, and he's obviously there. Like, was he called up? He was called up, yeah. No way. And people in Morocco lose the ish, as we know. Yeah, yeah. Um, from that video that went viral a few years ago. But <laughs> um, yeah, Morocco beat Congo in their playoff in the third round of the African um, qualification. Mm. Um, I think it was 5 1 in Agriud, so convincing. But Ziyech didn't play the AFCON. Mm. I think there was a, an, another manager in charge at the time, Vahid Halizovic, has since come in, um, former nonce manager from 2019 to 2021 and he has come in and um, brought Ziyech back into the yeah. squad and he I think Ziyech will be a different maker for Morocco you know he's not a bad player he just has terrible attitude problems but I think the World Cup might bring the best out of Ziyech mm. and we might see him return to good form um, and then obviously they have Hakimi as well to play and yeah. we've talked about this in AFCON before but mm. um, I do expect Morocco to also play good football um, I'm not expecting a stinker of games when Morocco are playing mm. and then you have Croatia who topped the group ahead of Russia who were obviously banned from this World Cup um, for geopolitical reasons oh, topic of the day shout out to Gary Neville <laughs> Modric is the danger man and I think he'll make things happen three goals two assists all, also their top scorer in qualifying which is very very interesting mm. um, so yeah you have the likes of Belgium um, Canada, Morocco and Croatia another sort of diverse group but we move into um, Group G which is my last one on cover um, you have Brazil here Swiss, Serbia and Cameroon this is my least favourite group I don't know why it's just I don't like Switzerland and Serbia in the same group I feel like Brazil have played all these teams at previous World Cups yeah league. remember that they played mm. them in 2014 or something and 2018 as well I think yeah sake but I'm being harsh on Serbia because they haven't been in the World Cup in a while but Brazil topped um, obviously the South American um, conference of World Cup qualifying mm. a scarily unbeaten run like mm. they literally won every game bar one I think or two mm. and that's like crazy and I think their last loss was in the Copa America to Argentina wasn't it yeah mm. so they'd be seen as favourites for this World Cup I think um, the man to look at the star player 10 games Eight goals, eight assists is Neymar. And it's always been that case for the last few years. And um, he is their guy. And then you have Tite, 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 who, Tite who's the manager of Brazil. Um, and he's turned their form around and created a team bond. So I do expect Brazil to do well. They have that fabulous spine as well. Casemiro, including the midfield. Thiago Silva, and goalkeeper Alisson and Ederson. Like, they have so many options yeah. for it always been the case for Brazil they always have the best players but can they come together as a team and yeah. win like what happened in Germany when they lost 8-1 yeah. you know they have these questionable attitude or team the performances uh, at times where they just don't come together yeah and I think that would be the big thing you have Swiss I don't like the Swiss um, just personally I just don't like them because Ireland play against them and they're always moaning 
Um, but yeah, they topped the group on beating five wins, three draws. Mbolo and Shakiri expected to be the standouts here. Three goals, three assists for Mbolo in qualifying. Manager Murat Yakin, who's half Turkish and half Swiss. Very interesting. Um, I suppose it is a World Cup. Um, but yes, Serbia as well. Top- dark, dark horses, by the way, Serbia, I think. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and they topped our group. <laughs> they topped they topped our group at them, remember? They topped um oh, they topped group A of qualifying. Yeah. No, they did, yeah. The one with Portugal. Mitrovic, no, I think is is the man, isn't he? Mitro. Eight goals in qualifying, eight assists. That's crazy. Flahovic, Tadic. Yeah. Good players there, man. Um and I'm gonna pronounce this the manager is Dragon Stojkovic. Nice. Um and then we have finally Cameroon. Beat Algeria on away goals in the playoff. Yeah. Uh, Toto Kambi's the main man, I think, from Lyon. He had loads of goals in qualifying. And then um, the manager is Rigobert Song, who's former Liverpool. Yeah, ex-Liverpool defender. Very interesting. Rigobert, yeah. Adzi told me that before the podcast. Mm. But, yeah, that's that's Group D wrapped up. Adzi, mm. you have Group H. We finished now, Kiran, with Group H, consisting of Uruguay, Portugal, South Korea and Ghana. Um, It's no, no surprise, Kiran, I think Uruguay will go far. I think they have a very. I think they're a team that usually does well at these World Cups. They're a bit of an underrated side. Yeah. Consistent quarter final, semi final team, and I do think they'll do well. Um, looking at their manager Diego Alonso, ex into Miami, Monterrey, and Pachuca manager. Um, they're fifty to one Caron to win the tournament, which I was surprised at considering Denmark were twenty two to one. Mm. But um, they're fourteenth in the world currently. Looking at their side potential starting eleven. Um, Fernando Muslera in goal, of course, he's been a stalwart for them. Um, Araujo, potentially right back Barcelona, of course, he was out with an injury, but they do expect him to be fit. Um, does you see they have got great options in defence, man? It's expected to be potentially Diego Godin, who's probably is another last dance merchant, but it could be Sebastian Coates, who's been great. Kieran, for um, Sporting Lisbon, you have um, Jimenez. Of Aletico, Oliveira of Napoli, who's been immense this season. Valverde, who's probably been one of the best players in the world, man, for Real Madrid. He's been great. Bentancourt, this fella who, I can't pronounce his name, but I'll give it a go. Derrasaquita of Flamenco. Um, Dela Cruz of River Plate. These are two lads who, well, we won't know a lot about them, but I think post-World Cup they'll be getting moves to Europe. And then obviously you have Luis Suarez and Darwin Nunez up front. Um Suarez the last World Cup mm. yeah. and then look, you just look at their their squad in general man they just have I just think they have good options you know Ugarte Sporting Lisbon he's only 21 Torreira Galatasaray of course ex-Arsenal he's, he's a little he reminds me of Javier Mascherano at times um, Ficino of Lazio Edison Cavani of Valencia give it give it give it to Eddie Cavani him um, Maxi Gomez of Trabzon Sport uh, Martin Casares again another um Kind of last dance merchant, Guillermo Valera, ex United Flamengo, Matthias uh, Vino of Roma, and then Facundo Palestri of Manchester United. That could be very interesting to see how he does. Uh, moving on to the rest of the group, Portugal, of course, managed by Fernando Santos. I think Portugal are going to have a bit of a France 2010 World Cup. Yeah, I, I think I've seen images today, videos today, they look like they're in turmoil. And Fernandez ignored mm. Ronaldo. And Dalot done the same. So oh god, um, no Diogo Jota, no Renato Sanchez. He wasn't picked, which I was very surprised at. Um, you're looking at their potential starting eleven, which is this is what I expected. Rui Patricio on goal, Diogo Dalot, Pepe still playing, man walking out with a Zimmer frame. I'd say Ruben Diaz, Rafael Guerrero, Ruben Neves, Bruno Fernandez, Bernardo Silva, Otavio Ronaldo, and Rafa Leo. It's good side in theory. I don't know if the balance is right there with it, but it is a good side. Um, I, I don't know how they'll do. I think they'll get through to the group. They'll get through to the next round, but after that, I don't know. Moving on to South Korea. Um, of course, the likes of Hang, Huang Hee-chan, um, Hyung Min Son, and then Kim Min Jae of Napoli, who's been probably a defender this season in Serie A, to be fair. Managed by Paolo Bento, who's next Portugal, Sport Lisbon, and Olympiacos manager. Um They've good. They've good players out career. Like again, they they shocked Germany last time out with a win in the World Cup. Um, against them, they could cause problems. I think Hung Min Son playing is going to be massive for them if they can keep him fit. Um, and then lastly, Kieran in the group is Ghana. 
Otto Addo, great name, is the manager of them. Ex-Hamburg manager and ex-Borussia Dortmund assistant coach. Um, they've, they actually have a decent enough side. Tariq Lamptey, Daniel Amarte, um, Salasu, Bab- Baba Rahman, ex-Chelsea player, you'll know him well, Kieran. Thomas Partey, kudos of Ajax. The IU brothers, who are like the fucking Mitchell brothers <laughs> of the World Cup. And then Inaki Williams, who very interestingly going for Ghana instead of Spain. His brother Nico Williams is in the Spanish squad. So yeah, that that's Group H, Kieran. Moving on now, Kieran, and welcome to another video segment of the World Cup special. We're gonna do a predictor challenge, Kieran. Now, um, if you are looking on YouTube, you're gonna see a split screen of the FIFA predictor gimmick thing, Kieran. I want to call it. It's not a gimmick, Adam. It's it's quite literally a predictor. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a gimmick of itself. Correct? Hello, everyone who's joined us from YouTube. Yeah. Hello to the Spotify people as well. Mm. If you're listening on Spotify, I recommend you to go over to YouTube. Mm. This makes it more interactive, more fun. Yeah, I, mm. I would say. Um, but yeah, Adam, we're going to move quickly into it. We've just went through all the groups on our podcast individually, individually, but we're going to go through the whole tournament now. Group A, Kieran, consists of the home nation Qatar, Senegal, Ecuador, and Netherlands. We'll start at the top then. Yeah. Um, I think the Netherlands will finish up. The Netherlands? Mm. I'd agree with that. I don't think... I think we should go obscure on Senegal. No. Oh, Netherlands. No. Netherlands, yeah. Um, I, I would imagine Senegal finish second. Mm-hmm. Um, Ecuador toward and Qatar rock bottom without a goal. That's that's what I I'd go with Kieran and I'm, I'm looking at the computer screen. I probably should be looking at the camera, but um, yeah, I I just I just find I just think Netherlands are much better side than the rest of them, and I'd imagine they'll score in every game and Mon concede a goal in yeah. uh, those games. Out of Kieran. Moving on now, Kieran <laughs> to Group B, which consists of Iran, the United States of America, England, <laughs> and Wales. Um, is it coming home? Um, is it going to America? Is it going to Wales? Uh, it's definitely not going to Iran. But who's going through here, Kieran, do you think? Personally, <laughs> I actually think Wales. Wales, I remember in the Euros in 2016, Wales topped the group. The obvious thing to go is England mm. and then maybe Wales. But that was um, that was also six years ago. I know, yeah. I know. With a prime Gareth Bale. But I'm um, Gareth Southgate now. I still think England will top the group, though. Really, I think they'll have enough. Yeah, I don't. I don't particularly rate Wales or USA. It's it's. It'll be one of them that'll go through along with them. Like England have a, a very handy group here, I think. And okay. I do. I would probably veer on the side of the US. But if if you if you feel Wales will finish second, I'll I'll take your, I'll take your choice here. Carol. I just fancy Wales because they have. Ew. <laughs> um, I I don't fan, I don't rate the USA this this time around. I I think Wales have more experience with better teams. Mm. US have just been playing against third for the last two or three years, mm. and to be honest, which is in qualify for the last cup, I think they're firmly a team in transition still. Mm. USA third and Concacaf. I just I'd rate Wales over over US. Personally. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm sorry, all you Americans who watch, who listen to the podcast. Mm. Moving on now, Kieran, to Group C, consists of Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Argentina, and Poland. Um, a group, Kieran, that potentially has the winner of the World Cup. We will find out. I don't think it's much to surprise anyone. I think Argentina will finish top here. Yeah, I agree. Um, if you're looking for my opinion, I would say Mexico, Poland. And Saudi Arabia is the way the rest of that group will lie now. Again, I don't really rate Mexico, but they always do well in the World Cup, so I'm happy to agree. I always they always get through to the last sixteen, you know? Yeah. I think Herving Lozano and Jimenez and the likes of uh, Edson Alvarez of Ajax, I just think they have too much quality. Whereas Poland are really relying on Lewandowski, which isn't a bad player to rely on to be fair. But I do just see Mexico having the edge over Poland and Saudi Arabia, unfortunately for them. Group D Group D, Kieran, um, consists of Tunisia, Denmark, France, and Australia. Um, I think this group, Kieran, is probably going to be between Denmark and France. It's a much of muchness um, between them, I think. 
Tunisia and Australia will, will be the teams battling for third and fourth. Um, I I think Denmark will finish top, and you're after doing it. We are supporting Denmark, of course. Hold up, the lads of Denmark. We are we have a place our money where our mouth is. Kieran's going to put the bet slip in now. Um, and if we win, it's for us. It's for nobody else. So I don't know why we're telling everybody, but yes, I do expect Denmark to finish top of that group. Um, the most points in the European qualifying. They're a cracking side. Um, and France are missing a few players, Kieran. Yeah, will we go France second? I would imagine France will go second. And we'll go, I think, will we go with our mate in Australia? Sure. I mean, if you want, yeah. as a consolation. Um, I think Tunisia will finish tour, but we'll go with our mates in Australia. Mm. The Undertaker in midfield for France <laughs> is, a, is a big one. Uh, Adrian Rabiot, for, for those who don't know, um, The Undertaker. But yes, Group E, Kieran, moving on now. Dumb. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. <laughs> it's Adrian Rabiot. Uh, moving on now to Group E. It's Japan, Costa Rica, Germany and Spain. Again, another group where I think it's, it's for me, anyways, it's a bit self-explanatory who's going through here. But um, I'll let you guide the way, Kieran. Who do you think is finishing top? I think it's between Germany and Spain. Mm. Um, but to be honest with you, I think there could be a bit of a stir and a bit of an upset with Japan. Because they always do it. Um like I, I don't think Japan will go through for the sake of ruling them out but I think there is a potential upset with the way they play football I think they're a very good football team Germany and Spain it's a shot in the dark as to um, if they play well or not I think they're they're good historically in the World Cup um, so I tend to go I'm just going to go Germany and Spain yeah are you happy with that? Yeah, I'm sure I'll go on anything. I would have had Spain fish on top, but I'll, I'll gladly go. I think again, it's a much muchness. Mm. It's two sides who, for me and anyways, have kind of declined in a way. Um, That's the way I, I see it. I do think Japan will finish tour, and yeah. I think Costa Rica is a good show for that as well. Um, moving on now, Kieran, to Group F. F in the chat. F in the chat consists of Morocco, Canada, Belgium, and Croatia. We talked about earlier on the podcast. This Belgian um, golden generation, I think this Croatia side is much better. Really? Yeah, I do. And I think Croatia will finish top with Belgium second. And then, I, I'd love, I, do you know what, I'd love for Canada to go through. I would. Um, but I think if, if Belgium are relying on the likes of Lukaku, who's not fully fit, Hazard, who's unbelievable player in this day, isn't what he is anymore, I, I think they could be in trouble. Not in trouble, but I don't think they'll be as good as what they, they probably should be. Um, oh, I think they're a good team still. Defensively... They're unbeaten in qualifying. Alderweireld, Vertonghen. I, I don't think they're that good. I I, I genuinely think Croatia have a They're unbeaten chance. in qualifying, Adam. That's fair enough, but I still think Croatia are a better team. We can go Belgium top if you want to go Belgium top, but I, I think Croatia's a better side. And I fancy Croatia to finish top. Okay. I'll go with you. Brazil. Group G, yeah. Yeah. Group G, Cameroon, Brazil. Group, group G, mate, not D. I just I said Group G. You said D the second time. Top G. Serbia and Switzerland. Now they they served up a classic encounter years ago. Do you remember it was Mitrovic made a one 0 and then Shakiri scored and then pulled his jocks down for some weird reason. They they won two one. Jack scored in the game as well. I think Serbia will go through. Really? Over Switzerland, yeah. I think Vlahovic, Mitrovic, Tadic. The Swiss always do well in the World Cups and the major tournaments. So mm. That's one argument I make for them. I just think the players, the, the artillery they have with the likes of Mitro, Vlahovic, Milinkovic, Savic, Tadic, I think they're, I think they're a cracking side. Like, it, even just from an Ireland perspective, if Ireland came up against Switzerland, I'd fancy us to do them. Or even get some out of them. If we came up against the Serbia side, not a hope. Yeah. You know? There's not much between them anyway. No, no. Um, Poor Cameroon, though. Rigobert's song won't be happy with that, Carol. He has to accept it. Move <laughs> on. If you're watching Rigobert. <laughs> uh, Group H. Korea, Ghana, Uruguay, per- Portugal. 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 Mm. Um, this is the group. I think I, I see it as the best group in the World Cup because I love, I think I said to you, I love when the continents yeah. are all mixed up. Mm. And there's a different team from it's a little OCD thing of mine, but yeah. um, I really like this group. Do you do you think Uruguay finished top here? I I sort of agree on the on the Uruguay analysis earlier that mm. they're a good team, or do you think Portugal Portugal maybe? I think I, we said it earlier on the podcast about Portugal. I think they're gonna come into turmoil. 
I think they they could have a few problems. Be an upset. Yeah, I, I, like you, you just seen the video of Ronaldo and Bruno, like not even like looking at each other. There's pictures of Dalot that have been released of him kind of staring Ronaldo out. I think Ronaldo's kind of. I don't think he's helped at all with the situation here, and I do see Uruguay. I do see Uruguay finishing top, just by proxy of. They're a great tournament side, and I, I just feel they they finished top. To be honest, I agree with that turmoil. Um, Ghana, Portugal, Korea. I think it's between those for second. I do. I, I still think that I still think Portugal will go through. Mm. Mind, I do think yeah. they'll go through. Um, I'd love for I'd love for Hong Min San to have his moment in the World Cup and, and bring them through, but I, I don't know if they're quite that good. Yeah. So moving on now, we are ha- we are at the the bracket stage here on the the last sixteen. Netherlands versus Wales will we try and rack through these real quick we shall because we spoofed an awful lot there Netherlands, um, Netherlands definitely <laughs> Netherlands 100% against Wales yeah yeah okay I would fancy Argentina against France Kieran that's that's a repeat that's a repeat of 2018 yeah. mm. I fancy Argentina big time I, I think Argentina are potential winners of the whole thing Oh yeah, I don't really like Ray France as much as I did mm. anymore. They're not really as good. As long as they have the Undertaker midfield, they're going nowhere. Um, Germany and Belgium, Kieran. I would probably go with Belgium. Mm. Belgium. Yeah, I suppose I would, but yeah, it's much. There's not a whole lot between them. They're either of them are going to be knocked out by Brazil in the next round, anyways. But yeah. <laughs> um, Portugal against Brazil. Shout out Portuguese speakers. Yeah, big derby for them. Yeah, yeah. Brazil to go through. <laughs> Brazil to go through there. Um, oh, oh. Portugal, I would though. England, Senegal. Oh, I'd have to fancy England there, wouldn't you? Of course, they get Senegal. God. Denmark, Mexico. Denmark. We're going all the way, boys. We're going all the way. Croatia, Croatia Spain. 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 Cro- Croatia, Spain. Oh, I think Spain. Mm, okay. A proxy, the bigger nation. Okay. Uh, Uruguay, Serbia. Uruguay, absolutely. Uruguay, hundred percent against Serbia. Yeah, absolutely. You you rate Serbia though? I do, but I think Uruguay. I think Uruguay will get to the semi-finals. Okay, that's how far I imagine them going. Um, Moving on, Kieran, to the quarterfinals. Well, that's oh. very tasty. I I don't expect it to line up this way. I think there's always an upset too. But um, Dutch, Argy, Argentina. I I I. I Backing them to the hills, I have to say. Mm-hmm. I think Brazil. Yeah, you would you would imagine Brazil, wouldn't you? I yeah. think with the firepower they have. Uh, Denmark. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> not sorry. Denmark uh, fans. Again, Kieran, I know you're probably going to disagree with me. I would, I would. I am going to disagree with you here. I don't think Spain are that great anymore. I really don't think they're. I don't think they'll have the firepower to break Uruguay down. I don't think Uruguay are going to get that far in the first place. I could I, be wrong. Mm, well, we'll, um, go, we'll go with Spain if you wish. I just don't think. Remember, there's money on the line here. No, I, I, I know, there. I know. But if if like, if Spain Spain won't get to the final, then anyways, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. No, no, we can go no. with Spain. Go with Spain. Go on, we'll go with Spain. Okay. Um, we look really quickly at the semi-finals. This this will be Argentina Brazil. This would be a dream. This would be the dream. You like a dream. This very well probably will happen. Um, I'd say I'm going with Argentina the only problem with this is this and this but yeah I think we'll go Argentina Argentina yeah and then in the other semi-final our boys Denmark <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> Denmark and Argentina World Cup final you heard it here first folks <laughs> I think um, this is the first place you have heard here we go we're going to go with a Denmark win as well w- the lads are winning the lads are winning we have money on it we are delusional we do enjoy football and do enjoy the and, rest of the show and a Christmas final what? a Christmas final um, yeah what a mad world we live in I think that's it Adam that's all for us so considering we've done this here Kieran for the YouTube where, um, and there's probably is a tinge of spoof here with the Denmark win who do you think is going to win I am going to go with Argentina for the World Cup what I'm going to go with Denmark I want them to win. I absolutely want them to win. I just, I just think it. I think it's Messi's time. I'm gonna go for the surprise package, Kieran. I'm gonna go Denmark. I think Denmark will go far. Denmark or Uruguay. Um, 
top scorer is going to be Messi and the player of the tournament is going to be Messi you're for them Kieran so you're a World Cup winner it's for me it's Denmark is religion in this World Cup I can't, I can't go against them ok I, I actually think they will win it I think I, I, I think genuinely I think believe no I, I on, on my bracket I have them getting to the semi-final Okay. I think I think the Qatar weather and I know Jer who thinks he's a meteorologist at times said the weather won't be any different than any other World Cup I think the South American teams will do great over there and I think I, I, I think you have to make a show for the African teams then if you're making an argument yeah, yeah but the South American teams have better players girl. I know yeah you know what I mean yeah. like it's I, I think Arge, I think the final will be Argentina Uruguay okay that's why I think the final will be well, I I I I tend to go with a system here, mm. and a Europe a European qualifiers are always the strongest. So, mm. I, personally, I would love if Denmark won. I think they will win. Your surprise package, Carl. Surprise package. I'll go with yeah Wales for a team that will do well in the group. I think Wales maybe top scorer. Top scorer. We'll go with Harry Kane because he always scores in major tournaments. Mm. I'll go with Harry Kane. And your player of the World Cup. Player of the World Cup. I'm gonna go with um, Christian Eriksen. <laughs> we have. Consistent. We're gonna look at the shout from Irvin on the Instagram. Gary Vav says Argentina to win. Uruguay's prize package. Lautaro Martinez as the top scorer. Messi as player of the tournament. Dave says Argentina win. USA as a surprise package. Neymar top scorer and Messi as the player of the tournament. Eno says Argentina win. Denmark surprise package. Latoro Martinez top scorer. Messi player of the tournament. Daniel Canan says Argentina ah, come win. Come on, lads. Senegal surprise package. Kane top scorer. Messi um, player of the tournament. And David Murray says Brazil winners. That's the first Brazil before. Senegal surprise package. Messi top scorer and Neymar player of the tournament. It's gonna be a very good tournament in terms of football, in terms of morality, and feeling good about it. Awful, but. That is our World Cup preview, Kieran. Pleasure as always. Um, we will be back with updates throughout the tournament, don't you worry. And hopefully a few little added extras as well for our only fans faithful. And we do have a packed Christmas schedule coming up for the podcast. We will have a compilation episode around Christmas. And we're going to have a special Reeling in the Years episode where we're going to be reeling in the 2022 football calendar. Um that's going to be one to look out for I'm really looking forward to that about three hours long but yes thanks for joining us as ever and we will leave it there so very quickly I'd like you all to uh, let me know what you think of the new picture uh, the new cover of, of the OnlyFans <laughs> we have Dunphy in there we have Diana Ross so uh, yeah hope you enjoyed that one <laughs> and yeah we'll leave it there so thanks for joining us thanks for joining us